Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. that's a a terrible intro (laughs) hello (laughs) actually that's nice it's pleasant hello all right let's uh hello (laughs) hello and welcome it feels like mr rogers neighborhood (laughs) hello (laughs) i didn't see you there (laughs) when did you all get here ah it's wonderful uh, yes, be with SB. I'm your host, SB Randolph the Third, and we're off <laughs> on a wild ride. We're starting with the bang. Um, yeah, so uh, hello, <laughs> welcome to this episode. Okay, so here's the deal, you guys. Let's just get into it. So I've had 453,237 people last week approach me, and I'm this. I'm making this sound really dramatic, you know, like story time, you know, like on TikTok. Um, approach me um no like ask me they were like did you watch and just like that and i was like well duh i mean like what do you, what do you think i do with my day <laughs> uh, you think i read books it's a joke i really i do read books <laughs> and i work on finance corporate finance <laughs> but but when i am not doing that i'm certainly watching it just like that and so um but so many people were like did you watch it just like that did you watch it first of all like y'all motherfuckers need number one <laughs> let me read all of y'all i'm talking about keller i'm talking about ruth i'm talking about all of y'all y'all be watching this show like literally thursday morning the second they drop it <laughs> like I'm like, bro, I just finished, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just finished working out. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even showered yet. You're like, did you watch it just like that? Did you watch it just like that? Did you watch it just like that? I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? You think I'm watching this shit at like nine o'clock in the morning? No. (laughs) I'm doing corporate finance. Anyway, and so 
Um, but everyone's like, did you watch it? Did you watch it? Did you watch it? And I was like, yes, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. Okay. But I hadn't, you know, watched it yet. So I didn't know what everyone was talking about. So I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I need to watch, to watch this shit today. But of course it comes out on Thursday and Thursday's a big day guys, because Thursday is also big brother. And so <laughs> if you know me at all, you know, that big brother is like my favorite show ever. Um, because number one, because it's, you know, an anthropological study of human behavior when trapped in a in a small space and and forced to devour each other for money. <laughs> and so I love it. I love it. Every single bit of it. By the way, it, you got this hitting a tangent already. Here we are. It's Thirty minutes in. <laughs> here we go. Um, so you guys, here's the first rule of every reality competition show is in week one and guys I've studied this I know this like I could write a graduate dissertation on this and so the, the very first thing that they do in any reality competition show um, amongst mixed peoples is does anybody know what it is work together no have disputes no get to know each other uh-uh the very first thing that happens in all of these anthropological studies. You can check any season of any show, any com reality competition show with mixed company. The very first thing that happens is somebody makes a plot to vote out the black woman. <laughs> Every single time. I've studied this, you guys, and I, it is 100% fact. Here's how it all goes down. Uh, first things first, the, the, the white dude comes in and he goes, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> then a group of people just go, okay, well, the white dude said we're going to do this. So we're going to do this. And they all do that. And then the black woman goes, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and then the white dude goes, you know what? She's uh, got a bad attitude. <laughs> And she's, she's angry all the time. She has a bad attitude. I don't like her and we need to get rid of her. <laughs> and then they concoct a plot to get rid of her. Now, they don't always get to get rid of her the first episode, but they're sure as fuck going to try. <laughs> so um, watch it happen. Watch old seasons of Survivor or Big Brother. Or anything. The very first thing, there is a plot to get out the black woman every single time in the first episode of every show. Every single time. And it's wonderful. This season of Big Brother, you know, last season of Big Brother was won by a black female who they failed to get out the first week when they tried because uh, someone had a psychotic break and they got expelled rather than the black woman. And she ended up going all the way to the end and winning. Now, this season, um, they they heeded that warning. <laughs> And they said, no, we're getting the black girl out first this time, no matter what. Uh, but Big Brother's casting is doing an amazing job because they just put like nine black women in there. <laughs> they're, like, they're, like, they're like, we see what you're up to and you can't vote them all out. <laughs> so, we're going to put nine black women in there. So <laughs> good luck to you. Um that's <laughs> so, so sad it's so sad how many of us they have to put on the show for us to survive on the show that's like how the cookout survive by the way the cookout is the greatest 
alliance ever in the history of Big Brother, and it was all black people. <laughs> there was like five or six black people, I think six black people in one season because Big Brother said, you know what, enough is enough. And so they like, put six black people in the season, and then they all got together, and they were like, at the very beginning, they're like, uh, all right, we're not voting any, each, each, each other out no matter what. And they didn't through a miracle because Tiffany was a hot mess. Tiffany is, yes, she came up with a good strategy, but she is one of the worst players to ever play Big Brother, and I don't care what you have to say about it. Anyway, so <laughs> the cookout was the greatest alliance in Big Brother history, and it was the all-black alliance started when Big Brother just gave them a house chock full of Negroes. <laughs> so they said... <laughs> Try to vote them out now. Anyway, so that is a, just so you guys know, that's the first rule of every reality competition show. How did we get here? <laughs> um, oh, I was watching Big Brother, so I don't watch. <laughs> and just like that at nine o'clock in the morning and then at nine o'clock at night, I'm probably watching Big Brother. Anyway, so I needed to catch up on it. But everyone's like, did you watch it? Did you watch it? Did you watch it? Did you watch it? And then I was like, OK, I have to watch this. And then. And so I'm like, oh my God, because I was already, here's the, here's the deal, you guys, I already planned out the season, right? And so I've been waiting for this episode because I was going to do it on the season finale because I was like, I'll do an episode on the season finale. Um, but then you all got real crunk on the episode before the season finale. So I'm like, oh my goodness. So here's what I'm doing. I'm going to roll them all together. I'm gonna roll the, we're going to rewatch the, the one before the season finale today. And then we're going to take a little break. <laughs> And then um, on Thursday, bright and early in the morning, when uh, they dropped the new episode of And Just Like That, I'm going to watch it and I'm going to record uh, the podcast. You know, my voice will probably sound like shit. <laughs> and you can all hear that this coming Friday. And so the second half of this program will take place in what is now I'm going to be the future from the moment I'm at right now. So the moment I'm at right now, you guys, we just survived the hurricane. <laughs> That's where we are in, in history. We just got through the hurricane. For those of you who don't know, the state of California was hit with Hurricane Hillary. And no, not the one that we wanted, a different one named Hillary. And it, it was mid at best <laughs> a hurricane came up you know through the pacific ocean and it, it shattered Me mexico and shambled i don't know what the other parts of mexico and then it got to us and it just kind of spit at us and started running off and so it was a whole lot of it was a whole a hell of a lot of hullabaloo for nothing and so but it was good you know now here's the thing there was like a run on the grocery stores i knew about it ahead of time luckily because one of my friends had texted me about it and so i was like what there's a hurricane because you know like we at because i remember what happened during covid you guys and that was a that was the wild wild fucking west out here in la <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't I mean if we were in Texas and people had guns like people would be been dead like the the, the shit was pop a lopping you guys and so the grocery store is just empty and like people I remember some guy tried to cut in front of me once this is a stupid story I'm not gonna tell it but he started to cut in front of me once <laughs> I was getting like this was like right when COVID was like oh it's gonna be bad and uh, everybody needs to lock up and there's like no food at the Vons you know like so I'm getting like I'm getting like <laughs> everybody took all the pasta but they left the whole wheat pasta you know it was like all right well 
So I got my whole wee pasta, you know, then, um, and then there's this guy who's like, and everybody has all these baskets and groceries and stuff. And this guy's trying to get the self checkout. And then the woman running it is like the lines back there. And it's like all the way down an aisle. And so I'm like next up. And so, um, and then the person like leaves the, the self checkout register and then he walks over to the register and I'm like, like hell you are. <laughs> And he's like, I just have this one. Oh, it was like two things, was like Oreos or something. I'm like, first of all, motherfucker, do you not see there's an apocalypse? <laughs> I don't care if you have two items, sir. There's a whole motherfucking apocalypse happening. You should probably go get some more motherfucking items. Anyway, and so <laughs> he tried to steal my restaurant. I was like, like, hell you are. And so I had to, you know, I had to, I mean, I didn't do anything but just step in front of him and use the register. <laughs> He started screaming things at me, but I had my headphones on, so I didn't really care. It's <laughs> <was> like whatever. <laughs> I was go scream it to your mother. I don't care. I'm getting my whole wheat pasta, and I got my whole po- whole wheat pasta, and I got the fuck up out of there, and I locked those doors. I was like, these people are crazy. <laughs> ah, COVID memories. So anyway, um, so that looked like that was popping off. Um, I saw on TikTok. <laughs> Because I went and got my shit on Thursday. So I was stocked all the way up. I was like, yeah, I'm going to need all of the whole pea pasta. Several chickens. <laughs> 49 bottles of wine. And we going to get it. We going to be. We going to be happy as a, as a horn frog. <laughs> and we was happy as a horn frog, you guys. I didn't give. I was like, shit. I'm like a stay up in this apartment for the next three weeks. So, fuck all y'all. Have fun out there. I charged up my taser and I was ready to go. <laughs> ready for the hurricane. So it turns out, so the hurricane just kind of spit on us a little bit. It just, you know, it got the ground wet. It got us moist. It pissed on us. <laughs> it was, um, it was into golden showers. It pissed all over us. And then we, um, <laughs> kind of, the next day it was sunny and 80 <laughs> degrees. And so just like oh okay well back back to back to normal <laughs> so um but anyways but what did happen in the middle of the hurricane was an earthquake <laughs> like i was just i just ate some whole wheat pasta and had a gallon of wine <laughs> laying on my couch in the middle of the day um you know <laughs> which is what i guess you guys who watch and just like that in the middle of the morning are doing anyways and so um i'm just like laying on my couch sort of dozing off <laughs> because <laughs> you know i didn't have shit else to do my semester's over and everything so i'm just kind of dozing off uh, then the room starts shaking and then i here's the thing you guys i couldn't tell if it was a dream or if it was real <laughs> because i was half asleep so things start shaking and shaking 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 rattling and you know tussling about and and i'm like is this I'm like, I'm asleep. I'm, this is a, this is a stupid dream, you know. <laughs> it was a dumb dream. And then, and there, like, when it starts rattling, you know, there's a there's a point where <laughs> there's a point in every earthquake where you can tell that it's 
not normal. Like it's just a moment, but it's like <laughs> there's a moment where just the ground like is is no longer playing chicken with you, and it's like, oh, I can drop off from underneath your feet, buddy. And so then you go like, oh, oh, holy moly. And so then um that that point I like woke up and I was like, oh, holy moly. And I was like, oh, should I dive under that table? And I was like, no, they said not to do that. And then I was like, well, what am I gonna do? Am I get do I get in a bathtub? You know, that's what you think during an earthquake. You don't because there's a lot of things going on in your brain. <laughs> so like, do you get in a bathtub? And I'm like, no. I was like, I need to be like under under something sturdy like a cabinet or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm thinking all this through, you know, I'm saying, I'm going, no, no, I can't over there, not over there, not over there. And then it's over, you guys. That's what happens during an earthquake. By the time you realize what's going on <laughs> and you start to devise a plan, the motherfucker's over. And so you're just kind of like, well, all right, well, oh, all right, I'm just lay back down here and get a little more simple, a little water, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> So we have what we are calling, well, I'm not calling it, but I saw it on X, which if you guys don't know, X is what um, uh, that crazy man is calling Twitter now. (laughs) And then did you hear that? You guys, this is gossiping. Did you hear that he said that he's going to take away the block function? (laughs) And I'm like, what is happening? Why are you solving problems that nobody wants? You know, like, I'll solve the problem of people blocking people who they don't wish to contact. Well, I'll disappear it. <laughs> like, who asked you, sir? Anyway, so good for him. But so, <laughs> so um, I saw on, on, on X that they're calling it a hurricane. And I was like, that's clever. So, yeah, we had us a hurricane. And it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful hurricane. <laughs> So, 10 out of 10. Um, highly recommend it um, if you're into golden showers. Anyway, so speaking of golden showers, I heard of Britney Spears's. <laughs> First of all, she had that wild post about going to a party that was just like, I was in Malibu and I was driving up the street. And I'm like, oh, if you guys haven't read it, it's just, I'm like, I don't, I don't even know what's going on with her anymore. Anyways, but her musical is closing. I read that in the paper. Her musical is closing. So that's something that's happening in the news is her because remember when in the program we were talking about this it was called once upon a one more time anyway so i guess it's done and once upon a one more time and then it's gonna be no more upon a one more time and so but i'm dying to see it. i can't wait for it to start playing in regional theaters you know across the united states <laughs> you know for every you know what i'm saying like you know like community theater you know for everybody growing up watching britney spears and stuff and wanting to be here they're like we're gonna do the britney spears musical at the at the the Puxatawney <laughs> County <laughs> Community Showcase, <laughs> that sounded almost real. And so, anyways, I'm very excited about that. Um, and then that man, uh, the game show, uh, the game show president, I guess, is um supposed to turn himself in for jail on Thursday. I guess they're gonna mugshot him, and and like, cause they they made him post bail. <laughs> To be fair, he is a flight risk. And I think he, like, tweeted something that was like, like, oh, I'm going to fly, fly to Russia and have a golden throne with my buddy Vladimir. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, he's, like, telling the truth now. This is wild. Anyway, so <laughs> good for him. And so anyway, so all of the him and all his cronies are having to turn themselves <laughs> into jail. God, it's so beautiful. 
anyways, and so that's been my week. And then I finished my my corporate finance, you guys. So I know you guys were wondering. Um, I did finish my corporate finance class, and I got an A, you guys. I found out yesterday. I'm so stoked, you guys. So that's wonderful. Lots of good news happening. Oh, also, I also found out, for those of you who don't know, my film, Project and Serve, we just finished our first festival. And I just got word yesterday. So I guess maybe I'll probably be... Um, able to announce this by Friday um, that we are in a new festival and this one is a fun one well not fun not fun but I mean you know like an exciting one very excited to announce that and so very excited for the future of my film and I can't wait to get it out to you guys so you guys can see it too but not yet because <laughs> we gotta do this festival run <laughs> first so um, anyway so let's get down to the nitty gritty <laughs> and let's get started watching last week's episode of and just like that this whole Che plot line has been a lot of things but funny is not one of them <laughs> so just happy that the show has is revisiting comedy like with miranda and her boss and being above the younger kids but having to play beneath them and you know it's fairly funny that's a funny dynamic and she's actually doing comedy again and so, you know, it, uh, I enjoy that. But here's a deal, you guys. So now they, so they carted, <laughs> they carted the new Sam Smith. Guess <laughs> that just, first of all, what the fuck are you doing here, Sam Smith? <laughs> like, who, who asked for this? Nobody did. Anyway, so here's a deal, you guys. Now, here's, there's nothing, there's nothing that I don't have anything bad to say about anything that has to do with Sam Smith's body image. Here's what I have to say about Sam Smith. Um, number one, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I feel like, you know, it's like what you bought, you know, what you ordered versus what you got. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember the Sam Smith that I ordered. <laughs> he was just a, a charming lad. You know, like he had all of his clothes on. And, and he sung sweet little songs with this little weepy, wailey voice. But now I've got this other Sam Smith. They rebranded him. You know, they put him in a blender. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they dipped him. <laughs> they, they dipped stuff in. I can't say that. I'm gonna say it anyway. They put him in a blender, <laughs> pulled him out, pieced him together, dipped him in cum, and now he's this new Sam Smith. And I'm like, what on earth is this? <laughs> like, who are you, sir? <laughs> or they? I mean, I don't know. Any, I'm like, what the fuck? I did not order this Sam Smith. It's like he was like, you know what? You know. <laughs> No, he's, he's British, so he has to be like, he's like, you know what? They they are British. They were like, you know what? Uh, you know what I think there were once? What if Madonna had sex with Elton John? Like a slutty Elton John? Like a slutty Elton John. What do you think? And everyone was like, I don't like that. And he's like, perfect. And here we are. So it's like, yeah, he's like doing slutty Elton John. <laughs> it's just it's weird. It weirds me out a little bit. I'm like, because I, I just don't know this person. I'm like, who are you? You know, like, I feel like, <laughs> you know, it'd be like if Adele just suddenly was like slutty Adele. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, well, Adele, you need to calm down, honey. You need to lay off the, the morning wine. Anyways, let's get back to watching the show. <laughs> okay, y'all, we're getting into it now. So Lisa's pregnant, right? Lisa Wexley uh, is pregnant. Which, because I'm, I mean, I don't want to be rude, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. 
<laughs> See, they're making me say this, you guys. They're making me say all. They made me say that about Sam Smith because <laughs> they just dangled him in my them in my face, you know. And so uh, now we got to talk about Lisa Wexley. How old is she? <laughs> I'm having to suspend a lot of disbelief right now because I feel like now. Let me just say, Nicole Ari Parker looks amazing, but she don't look 22. Hold on, real quick. And I guess that's gonna be a plot line. Uh, this coming, you know, episode. But I'm. Let me see how old she is. Oh, Ari Parker. Let's just see, cause I. I mean, cause <laughs> 1970. So she's 52. See, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> bending things a little bit, a little too much. All right. Anyway, um. So I. Okay. <laughs> anyway so that's happening that's a plot line and so i'm just kind of with the if you wanted to know what i think about that plot line it's like this <laughs> i mean black don't crack but girl who you fooling <laughs> but good for her i'm so proud of her anyway so <laughs> she got eggs of steel so good for her um but here's the deal. Okay, so then we got to the scene where, where Carrie and Miranda are just a little walking and talking. And then Carrie's like, um, I'm going to go to Che's show later <laughs> this week. And then Miranda's like, okay. And then Now, here's the deal, you guys. Now, when I first saw this, I said, the fuck you are? You know? like Because that would have been my response as a person is, the fuck you are because here's the deal like if you are my friend you are supposed to be loyal to me like and i shouldn't even have to first of all we should not have to be having this conversation we shouldn't be having to have it but if we are having to have it then what i'm not going to do with miranda is be like miranda and be like okay yeah <laughs> like if you do that shit to me like we are about to throw down right then and there because let me tell you a little something about people you guys you have to correct that shit right then and there because if you let people get away with shit like that they are gonna keep going and it's gonna get bigger and bigger and intensify and then because i always do that and i'm like you know you try to believe in the best in people but their people are awful don't don't do that and so then <laughs> i always do it and then i get burned by people that i always say to me i would say like who does that do you know what i'm saying like, and then my friend stephanie always says the same thing like let's say um I can't believe Bobby did that. Who does something like that? And then my friend Stephanie will say, Bobby. <laughs> and I'll be like, I know, but I mean, who does it? Bobby. Bobby does that. So you need to remember that that's what Bobby does. Because that's, that's what Bobby does. And I'm, that's an important lesson. It's like, you you know, you want to give people the benefit of the doubt. But it's like, nah, Carrie, you a shady little son of a <laughs> like who does that Carrie Carrie Bradshaw um but no you have to check people immediately you have to get that shit in order you have to go oh no 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 absolutely not if you head on over there you making a choice and so and you will be making a choice and I'm gonna be making my own choice based on your choices and so um it was shocking to me that Miranda didn't check her immediately in that moment and so you know but I was just you know it's a, it's a plot it's a show you know what I'm saying so <laughs> they got to stir the plot but if you're asking me who's at fault, it's Miranda. Because right then, she should have checked her ass. Right then and there. Okay, so we're back. Um, They gave Anthony a plot. They gave Anthony a plot line. 
uh, with his boyfriend or about who's the woman in the relationship, which, I mean, it's a silly conversation, but, it, you know, I, I mean, good for them. I mean, I'm glad he's getting a plot line. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> good for him. He got, so he got a younger man. He's getting him a plot line. So let's just... <laughs> let's just they could have this silly fight. Good for them. Um, and I'm so happy that Carrie's that she gave the apartment to the neighbor. Cause you guys, I put that on Facebook when that episode aired, I said, she better get that damn apartment to that girl. Cause that's what I want to see. And she sure as shit did. So I'm very happy about that because that's, here's the thing. Cause in the, in the, in the, the canon <laughs> of sex in the city, I love that it's still in the family. Cause if they'd sold it to just somebody random, I would feel like it's not Carrie's apartment anymore, but Carrie gave that apartment to the girl at a, a cheaper price. Or so it's still Carrie's apartment. You know what I'm saying? Like if Carrie wants to come back in there, the girl's not gonna be like, no, you're not allowed to come back. She's gonna be like, yeah, whatever. I'm so happy, man. you know, whatever. Anyways. And so, and plus the girl's supposed to be like younger Carrie. It's really not given much of a personality except for she you know, gets drunk a lot or something and makes jewelry or something, whatever, good for her. Anyways. And so I love that idea that she got the apartment. That's perfect. Um, I don't believe this Carrie getting up cat plot line. Now I understand. <laughs> I know some of you <laughs> listen to this podcast, have a lot of cats, but I'm just, I don't know that Carrie's a cat lady. Carrie's not a cat lady. Okay. I just, she's, she, she put shoes in her oven. She's not a cat lady. Okay. So <laughs> I don't know where this plot line came from, but no, she said, like, you can't put anything living in her apartment. We all know that. Anyway, so that is, that's bumping up against the canon of Carrie for me, you know, (laughs) so (laughs) it's pissing me off. Now I'm happy for Miranda. She met this British woman that looked kind of exactly like her, but British. (laughs) So (laughs) so I'm guessing this is going to be her next love interest. And then we're going to get rid of Che. (laughs) Because <laughs> I'm, we, we all we've been to had enough of Che. Why are they acting like Che is a like a main cast member of the show? We don't want them. Mm, bye bye. Like get get Che out of here. How? Why is, and I know that the whole complication of this episode arises because of Che. And I'm like, can we just get rid of Che? Why don't y'all just write just write Che off the fucking show? Okay, so um, <laughs> now the other black woman. <laughs> I don't know her name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She would have been the first one voted on Survivor because I still don't know her name. But the professor one, we're supposed to believe that, like, he's now, he's moved on. Andre, I guess her, her boyfriend has moved on, her former boyfriend, has moved on with another woman. And and that woman is now pregnant and he is sending her an invitation uh, to, like, the baby shower. Like, wh- how long is this time jump? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, because these people are moving rather fast. First of all, like, at this, everybody pregnant. <laughs> it's a fertile group. It's a fertile bunch. It's, 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 it's the baby bunch. What, like, why is everyone pregnant? Is Anthony going to be pregnant next? Like, the fuck is going on here? Like, okay. So, I, I, I don't know. I just don't believe it. Uh, and, like, here's my deal. Now, I, here's here's the thing with my deal with Nicole Eiberger, is I feel like she is still struggling to try to figure out the tone of the show. Like, and then y'all can tell me if I'm wrong at SB Randolph on any social media just tell me if i'm wrong but i feel like nicole hardy parker is you know like i feel like she's funny when it's not supposed to be <laughs> and very dramatic and very funny scenes and some like she's just always like slightly off it's like oh honey <laughs> like, just, like, 
you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like somebody gave her a note after the last scene, like, you know, well, you know, you got to punch up the comedy. She's like, great. And then they're like, okay, this is the scene at the funeral. She's like, okay. And then she's doing the comedy then. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, 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 not right now. Anyway, so I don't know. But she's, she's, she's sometimes gets it, but it's, she's, she's off a lot. Maybe it's because she's fake pregnant on the show. So, <laughs> all right, let's keep watching. Okay, now, so we've already, everybody's discussed the, the Stanford Photoshop bit. I, here's, I just don't understand plot-wise why they just don't kill off Stanford. Like, I just don't understand what they're like. They're, like, doing everything but killing him off. Like, just FYI, I just want to tell the producers, he's not coming back. <laughs> you know, so, if you, if you guys are just putting a pin in him and, you know, a placeholder, he's not coming back. So, he can go ahead and kill off that character, you guys. We don't have to write him into it. He's a monk now. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like writing excuses for this character to not come back as if he can come back if they wanted to it's not like what you did with samantha where you're like well you know kim cattrall might get over her bullshit so <laughs> let's put a pin in it and so like that's not really what this is like he's he's real life gone like he's dead so you know you can kill him off the character and we can move on and not have you photoshopping weird pictures of him so i don't understand this plot but anyways but good for them okay so we've gotten to the scene where we're at the the comedy show where chase comedy show so miranda has shown up and she decided she's going to the comedy show i'm like what the fuck is going on <laughs> What is going on in anyone's brain right here? So not only has she not confronted <laughs> Carrie about this, but she's like, I'm going to go too. Great. Great idea. <laughs> so we're at this comedy show. Now, let me just tell you something, okay? Because I've heard you all. I've heard where you all are coming from. And I've heard your opinions. But let me just say this. <laughs> this is the funniest Che has ever been. <laughs> so I personally... And you all aren't going to like this. I personally enjoyed Chase. So <laughs> gave me a bit of a chuckle. <laughs> so just took Miranda's little Chucky doll hair and dragged her across the stage. That was a dragging for the ages. That was a, that was the read of the century. And I'm actually, I'm a Che fan now. <laughs> so <laughs> take back everything I ever said about them. That was bad. I love me some Che Diaz now because they bad Che now. So <laughs> I love bad Che. I don't care what y'all say. They can play all the sappy music that they want to try to make me feel sad during Che's set. You know what? I'm not sad at all. I'm laughing because it was funny. <laughs> so <laughs> and it was probably true. And so anyways, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Chase <laughs> enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. it. Okay. I enjoyed it. it. Chase said, and I don't care what y'all say. If you mad at me, you can at me at S.B. Randolph on social media and you can let me know about it. And I will say, OK, well, whatever. <laughs> OK, so now Miranda mad at Carrie, you know, like, you know, she mad at Chase. She's like, I'm just mad at everybody. And Chase like, well, whatever. What the fuck did you think was going down on this comedy show? <laughs> What do you think was going down at this comedy show tonight, sweetie? You know, like, and you know what, you guys, I'm on Jay's side because what the fuck did you think that you're dating a stand-up comedian? You're going to be the butt of the joke sometimes, like, especially after you break up. Are you kidding? Looking like a Chucky doll? Get out of here. <laughs> 
stop it. You know you're getting some jokes tossed your way. Anyways, good for her. Good for Miranda. Anyway, so <laughs> Che has found someone else and they've run off into the night sky. And so I wish them the best and hope to never see them again. I think Che went out with a bang and I think this is enough. It's enough. <laughs> so, uh, we've got Drunk Charlotte now that popped up, which was fun. And then, um, you know, just give Charlotte something to do. <laughs> And then we had Nicole Ari Parker, who might have lost the baby. So things are getting dark. Things are getting sad. We're going to see what happens. Okay, so we're we're at towards the end now. So Miranda, <laughs> Carrie's like, <laughs> Carrie's having her last supper. And she's insisting that Miranda show up to the last supper, um, which is great. Like, here's a, first of all, I just want to say this. So all of the, the advertisements and, and all the marketing is geared towards this last supper for this second season. And so I get it now. You know, I was like, ah, so this season is built around this whole last supper. Anyways, because, you know, we have in the in the pictures and stuff, the advertisements, you have Carrie at the center like she's Jesus, <laughs> which some might call sacrilegious, but I don't. Um, so, so, to me, it's just perfectly normal. Anyway, so Carrie's at the center like she's Jesus. <laughs> and so they're having this last supper. So this, the season finale, which is this, the episode I'm going to watch after the break, um, and, which will be a new day, and we'll um, we'll get into uh, the actual Last Supper. But Carrie's kind of, you know, here's the deal. Carrie's like, I invited Che and you, Miranda, to my Last Supper, and Miranda, you better come. And I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. When Miranda didn't check her ass the first time, <laughs> she invited this type of behavior in. So now Carrie, because if she had checked her ass the first time, it said, absolutely not then Carrie would know better right now than to do this kind of bullshit. <laughs> like, it's my last supper. And you're like, it's going to be your last breath <laughs> if you keep fucking with me like this. Anyways, so it, you, here's my thing. You got to check people immediately because who acts like this? Carrie Bradshaw does. It's your own damn fault, Miranda. Okay, Aiden is sad because of, you know, his son uh, got in a car accident and stuff. And I get that. But he's like, I should have been there. But it's like, bro, you can't. That's a grown ass child. Like, you can't be there all the time. Like, you know, that's unreasonable for you to put that on yourself, you know. And even if you were there, you know, he probably would have stormed out of the house quicker. I don't know. I really don't. But I mean, I, get, I don't have kids. So I don't know. What the fuck do I know? <laughs> okay, it got it got sad and stuff at the end. And we're going to find out what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie's um Carrie's Last Supper. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. The Last Supper, probably. Um, and so we're gonna find that out. I'm, I'm hoping well, cause Samantha's gonna come back, you know, because and then they said it's gonna be consequential, you guys. So let's just discuss that really quickly. Cause they said, Yeah, she comes back, but <laughs> <laughs> and then I love that the entire cast, when asked about it, were just like, I'd rather not talk about that. <laughs> so Samantha's going to come back. Here's all we know. Samantha's coming back, and it's going to be, quote unquote, consequential. So I'm like, are, are they going to kill Samantha? <laughs> like, what's is she coming back just to die? So she can be like, stop asking me to be on this show. <laughs> and stop pretending like my character's alive. Anyway, so she apparently... Got like millions of dollars and then she got Pat Field, the original costumer, to design her costume for the show because Pat Field's old assistant does uh, the, the wardrobe for the show uh, now. But she said, no, I, I don't want your old assistant <laughs> dressing me. 
if I'm coming back, because she, I guess she could write her own ticket, just them getting her to come back for even five minutes. She, she got to write her ticket. So she said, I want Pat Beal back and she's dressing me. <laughs> So Samantha will look like she's in a different show <laughs> than everyone else. So, And she's going to come back and do something, quote unquote, consequential. I'm very excited to find out what that is. I don't know if she's going to jump off a cliff or something. I'm not sure, you know. And so, you know, it's the Last Supper. So that gives you oh, Judas. Oh, she's going to be Judas. Oh, my gosh, you guys. What's she going she gonna to stab Carrie in the back? Oh, what's she going to do? She's going she gonna to dig up big and fuck big. What's she going to do, you guys? <laughs> oh, my God. It could be anything. What's she going to do? Who's she lesbian now? <gasps> Is she dating Jay? What's going on? What is Samantha going to do? Oh, my goodness. Oh, what? It could be anything. She Oh, Steve. Oh, no. No. Samantha and Steve are together. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Is Samantha Samantha's going to make Anthony the woman? What is she going to do? Samantha's pregnant. Oh, my God. She's probably pregnant. She's definitely pregnant. <laughs> definitely pregnant oh my goodness it could be anything what 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 oh maybe she's the new girlfriend andre the boy the the the, the black woman who's gonna be voted off first her boyfriend's new girlfriend <gasps> and she's the one who's pregnant oh my god you guys this is crazy maybe she's sam smith maybe she and sam smith are getting together and they're gonna sing a song for the for the, for the soundtrack remember the sex in the city movie soundtracks you guys Oh, remember that? Remember that there was like the Fergie song? <laughs> Super califragilisticexy, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and then remember when there, Jennifer Hudson tried her pop career and um, and it all just sounded like um, some gospel singer trying to <laughs> trying to sing to a pop tune. Which is like with that, um, the all dressed up in love where she's like, When you can say a lot of you, what do you own sir? <laughs> I still love that song. It's like she is over singing like crazy, like I mean love. It's like <laughs> all dressed up in love. <laughs> all dressed up in love. And it's cool in the summer, warm in the winter. Yes, I still remember those songs. Like, and then what was the first one? Looking for late. But I'm looking for super califragilisticexy. <laughs> do, 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 do. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Man, I was jamming out to those. So anyway, so I think Sam Smith is going to do a song on the new soundtrack. And I think it might feature Berkey. And it might also feature Jennifer Hudson. So <laughs> we're going to see. And maybe Samantha's in it too. <laughs> so we're going to see. Let's take a break and we'll see what's happening. And then I will join you all later for the finale of And Just Like That. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, to get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We're on a break. We're on a break. You guys, we are on a break. We're watching, and just like that, we just did the one before the series. <laughs> Don't say series finale. I meant season finale. We're hoping for season three, you guys. So I don't want to call it. I don't want to jinx it. Knock on wood. Throw some salt over my shoulder. We're going to call it. The, it's the season two finale of and just like that, coming up after the break, we're going to watch it. You're listening to Yes Be with S.B. Randolph III. I'm your host, S.B. Randolph III, at S.B. Randolph on social media. And you guys, I just got a copy. Hold on. <laughs> Let me shuffle through my stuff here. I, oh, I found it. It's a phys- physical copy of the song. Uh, <laughs> uh, this paper, it was a paper label on a CD. And it says right here on the paper label of the physical CD that I just got <laughs> um, that this is the song from the soundtrack of the episode, the season finale. And it's they said, I know you've already seen the season finale if you're listening to this. And so it, um, they said this, uh, the the song is coming out next week though. <laughs> so you guys, um, it should debut on Billboard next week. So anyway, because I think they're doing they're dropping the music video all at the same time. You know how they do. Anyway, so um, this new song <laughs> is a song by Sam Smith featuring Jennifer Hudson, the great Jennifer Hudson, and it says right here, Fergie, Fergie, Fergie the Fergalicious Ferg, Fergie Ferg <laughs> of the London Bridges, Ferg. The, the the glamorous Fergie Ferg of the national anthem Fergie. <laughs> it says all of that right here on this paper, you guys. Anyway, so it's the three of them in this wonderful song. There might be some other surprises too. So we're going to see what happens. Anyway, and so let me find a CD player. <laughs> I'm going to pop this bad boy in and we're going to take a listen to the new song by Sam Smith featuring Fergie and Jennifer Hudson and maybe a special guest called Eeny Meeny Miney Money. Honey? Eeny Meeny Miney Money, honey. Sam Smith. That's why bitches on back. Money, honey, honey, honey. Acting funny, honey, honey. I always want some itty bitty money, money. Buy me some nipple tassels. Buy me some 15 inch heels. Buy me a whip and a chain. And some devil horns, why the fuck not? And money, honey, honey. Let go, Fergie Ferg. Buy Fergie some shoes. Buy Fergie some clothes. Buy Fergie some pimps. Buy Fergie some hoes. Buy Fergie anything. Fergie wanna get that. Buy Fergie a brand new yacht. Oh, say can you see? Baby, don't ruin your life. 
macaroni. I don't care where it's from. I don't care if it's your mama. I don't care if it's her husband. I'm a buy it and I'm a get it, God. And if you don't like it, then I hope you get shot, Jennifer Hudson. I need money. All dressed up in money. Oh, Kim Cattrall, what are you doing here? Oh, I heard you all talking about money. And if there's one thing you know Samantha loves, it's a man with a really big wallet. <laughs> Eeny, meeny, money, put it right in my hiding. We back, we back, we back, you guys. We're back from break. That break was a doozy. <laughs> Several days past. <laughs> and we're back. It's now August, when is today's date? 24th. <laughs> Ah, in the early afternoon, August 24th, uh, and we're back for the second half. You guys, that song, that song was amazing, wasn't it? It was what, it it was a bit of a bop. <laughs> this is what they call it, is a bop. Um, and so if you'd like to purchase that song, then I'd have your ears checked. But <laughs> And so we back here, and we are awaiting... <laughs> I'm sorry. A lot of shit went down in the past couple of days. And so right now we are waiting for uh, in, in this moment in history, which is, you know, if you're watching the, if you're watching this, if you're listening to this Friday, then so this is from Thursday. And so on Thursday, we're waiting for um, uh, old Donald Duck to get his mugshot. <laughs> and say what you will about the district attorney from from Fulton County, but um, I love her because <laughs> she is parading them all in and treating them all like the criminals they are. I'm sorry, innocent until proven guilty. Uh, so uh, we're waiting for old Donnie's mugshot. So maybe that'll happen any minute now. Who knows? I don't know when he's going to surrender. Anyway, so that's super fun. But I am up right now at the crack of dawn, <laughs> just like you guys do, you know, to watch. And just like that, just at the crack of dawn, because nothing... Nothing tickles my fancy like watching fictional characters fucking at the early wee hours of the morning. So this is, <laughs> can't believe you guys do this, but I'm going to do it. Why? Do it for the pod. That's what they call it. Do it for the pod. <laughs> do it for the pod. I'm doing it for the pod, y'all. And so um, I'm very excited to get started and we're going to see what happens at the last <laughs> supper. I, I feel here's some predictions. I think. Um, Somebody, somebody's gonna get stabbed. <laughs> My money's on Che. I think that um, Miranda will stab Che. <laughs> and um, and then I I think that um, when the cock crows three, <laughs> Carrie will turn wine into vodka <laughs> and make a Cosmo out of it. So <laughs> one more prediction also fashion wise is that uh, somebody is is going to take a, a cue from Sam Smith and somebody's, somebody's wearing nipple tassels. <laughs> so I don't know who's going to show up to the party in nipple tassels, but we are going to find out soon. So let's get started watching the Last Supper, what's this called? Entree or something. <laughs> I think you're doing too much, all right? Part two. Uh, 
and just like that. Okay, so it turns out the party is still on. If you ever, if you, if you thought, you thought, you know what? Maybe Carrie's gonna stop being so selfish and and think twice about throwing this party. Nope, party's still on. So, um, and and Carrie is here with this cat. Here's the thing, you guys. Okay, here's the thing. I'm not anti-cat. I just don't understand why this cat is here. And she's left the door open, and I hope that the cat goes to freedom. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. Because the one thing we know about screenwriting is you don't kill the cat. I'm just saying I hope the cat goes to find its real family or something. Carrie is not going to be able to take care of this cat. I don't know why this cat is here. I don't. Who wrote this cat in? <laughs> what cat person is in the writing room? And say, you know what, let's give Carrie a cat. And they pushed it so hard. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and everyone's like, oh, right. Well, you know, it's a... You know, just like a, it's like when it's like a triple minority in the writing room. You know, it's like a black transgender. You know, like um, I don't know what's another minority thing. Republican, and so they're like, well, oh God, we got we got we got to do what they say. You know, so we got to get one one of their suggestions in, and one of their suggestions was a cat. And so they're like, all right, well, put the fucking cat in. And so I just feel like was they're strong arming this cat into this plot for for some reason. And I'm just like, I don't want it here. Just so I'll go, run free, cat, run free. Well, hot diggity damn, Samantha showed up real quick, didn't she? <laughs> okay. And okay, so I this okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> um, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, it's, that can't be it, though, can it? Like, so she just—I mean, first of all, here's the thing. So <laughs> she showed up for this. <laughs> she's in a limo. And she's like, I can't make it to the party. <laughs> like, she's. <laughs> here's the thing you guys she's doing the old show like <laughs> her tone her tone is the old show so you know how i was talking about how nicole ari parker is struggling with finding the tone of this show um rightfully so because it's some it's a different tone than than the original show because the original show was you know a little camp a little <laughs> a little camp it was a lot camp and so um but samantha <laughs> kim cattrall's on this she she's doing the old show it's like and I was like, oh, okay, honey. I was like, we're toning it down a little bit. This is a one-hour drama now. So <laughs> nobody told Kim Cattrall. She's still doing a half-hour sitcom. Anyway, good for her. Um, and so Samantha showed up doing the old show. <laughs> Dressed. And first of all, she had Pat Field come back to put to give her an aqua purse. What is this? You know what I'm saying? Like a to to give us a gold fake gold bracelet and an aqua purse and shit. the fuck girl you could have <laughs> oh man i mean they could have just pulled that from our old wardrobe i would not know the difference um but i guess she thought that that was like a boss move but it really kind of wasn't because she she really looks like she's on a different show <laughs> But good for her. That's so good. It's so good to see her back. And, and you know, she Annabelle Bronstein. That was funny because that's when she snuck into Soho House. And if you're like me, that's when I learned what Soho House was. <laughs> because <laughs> for us regular people, that was not something that I was aware of. So until the plot line from Sex in the City. And so her name... The name of the card that she found for you guys in the Sex in the City lore, the the name of the card that she found to in the bathroom of Soho House was Annabelle Bronstein. 
<laughs> and then she pretended to be a member of Soho House and used Annabelle Bronstein's card until she got kicked out. Because that was the one with um uh, with the fake ID, because that's her fake ID. See, that's when they used to stick really closely to themes. See, here's the thing. I'm going to get into it right now. I don't know why. I didn't plan this. <laughs> But the the beauty of the old Sex and the City was the writing, and each, the writing had a each episode had a theme. It was around a central theme, and then we saw four different versions of that theme. So if I remember this that Annabelle Bronstein episode correctly, like that's the one where the new restaurant had opened. It was called like Cafeteria because they were going with the child thing, and then I think that that's the one where Kat Dennings, who's on Two Broke Girls, like, but she was like a a teenager then, and she was playing you know the 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 cool girls and stuff. Anyways, and so I used to, I you know, what I really enjoyed about the writing of Sex and the City was that they, you know, there was a central theme that Carrie was, was concerned about, and then they would put it through four different filters. And that doesn't so much happen on this show. This show is just kind of a drama where just a bunch of people are just living out their own separate lives <laughs> that are loosely connected through a friendship and through sex. So it would just, and it's good in its own right, but it's just a completely different show, construction-wise, writing-wise. Um, anyway, so, um, Annabelle Bronstein, <laughs> so, so Samantha came back for a <laughs> cameo that everyone had said was consequential. I told you that before that seemed very inconsequential to me. Like, unless something happens, unless her car crashes, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess she just wanted a check or something. <laughs> like, I don't understand why she came back just to do that, but maybe she's just opening the door to come back for season three. If there is, or maybe they all thought that like, this was going to be the end of this show. And she just wanted to like, just say hi for a minute, you know, but it turns out you guys, this is not the end of the show because we learned, I guess two days ago or something that they are renewed for season three. So yeah, I, I don't know. But yeah, I just felt like Samantha just kind of wanted to get in there. <laughs> just, just say, well, all right. I don't see. I wasn't a complete bloop. <laughs> but, you know, good for her. Maybe she's coming. Maybe she'll come back season three. We'll see. I'm loving this Charlotte. <laughs> giving Harry the business about him actually doing something because here's the deal I don't really here's the thing I don't I don't I don't know what it's like but I hear my sister and stuff <laughs> she's married and she has children and she has these same conversations with me so I know this is a real thing but it's like the second the husband has to do anything that has to do with the family <laughs> like just chores the family and the upkeep of the home in general they're like I'm tired and then like the wife is like yeah okay well that's you, you that's not even what I do that's just kind of the tip of the iceberg so I feel like Charlotte is really speaking to those women and just a woman wrote I mean clearly a woman wrote this but a woman who's gone through this has written this for Charlotte and I know this to be true because I've heard about it you guys <laughs> so so um yeah that would you know that you know her telling him like he's doing the bare minimum i'm like i've heard this before my sister's been screaming that at me and i'm like i don't know i don't know anything about it but just she's like i'm not yelling at you i'm just saying i'm like okay so good for her okay you guys this is gonna sound bad but why do steve and miranda look like they're 70 years old I mean, I love it. I love that their people are aging and I love that. 
No, I can say that loud. I love it that people, you know, are aging and aging gracefully and doing it, you know, you know, without any, you know, getting a lot of work done and stuff. Not if you have work done. I'm not saying there's anything bad about that either. I'm just saying that, you know, this is another side of it. But I'm just saying, like, I didn't like they look significantly older than they actually are. And it makes me uncomfy. <laughs> makes me soups uncomfy because I'm like, how are they 70? <laughs> I don't want to Google it. Anyway, so it was a beautiful scene at, at, at Paul's daughter, which is um, Steve's new restaurant at the pier. Um, and so I'm loving, you know, that's great. And so they, they sort of made up, I guess they, I guess Michael Patrick King and the writers and producers of the show read all of your angry tweets about how Miranda has been behaving. And they said, we got to make peace. We got to make them make some kind of peace with Steve. And so she did. She made a little peace with Steve and they had a little, little snuggle, <laughs> little snug by the, by the pier. And it was cute. And then a little Chucky draw. <laughs> Stop it. And then a little Chucky doll drove by <laughs> on a bicycle <laughs> and sneered. And <laughs> a little Chucky doll on a tricycle drove by. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, then um, their son Brady drove by <laughs> on a on a bicycle. <laughs> it wasn't a Chucky doll on a tricycle like a horror movie. It was actually their son. And um, <laughs> it was great. He got to see his parents hugging by the pier again, you know. And then Steve's like, "Are you not gonna go straight again?" Are you? <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh yeah, well yeah." Steve definitely voted for Donald Trump. Okay, you guys, the guy from Hades Town just showed up. <laughs> Uh, the, the, the old black man from Hades Town just showed up. Hades Town, if you guys don't know, is a musical on Broadway. <laughs> Broadway. I don't know why I'm British when I say it. It's on, on Broadway. Um, it's a wonderful musical on Broadway called Hades Town. And there's a guy, this is an old black man, who's like the narrator. And he's like, how you get to Hades Town? I, I, I forgot the song. <laughs> You have to take the long way down. There he goes. There he goes. He's also that guy who gave that viral speech after he won the Tony about, like, be around people whose eyes light up when you walk in the room. He's that guy, right? And so, but anyways, you guys have to see Hades Town. One of the best things. Here's the thing. I know it's going to sound weak as fuck when I describe it to you, but I want you guys right now, go on YouTube. Get <laughs> Stop listening to this program. <laughs> Stop listening. Go to YouTube and look up um, Wait For Me. I believe that's the name of the song uh, from Hades Town. But you have to look at the live, like a live performance. Like Wait For Me, like Tony's. Hold on. Let me see if that's right. Wait For Me, Tony's performance. Yeah, okay. Tony's 2019, wait for me, Hades Town. And then you'll see this guy that, how, how, how to get to Hades Town? You have to take the long way down. And um, anyway, so there's this great thing that they did where they swing the lights. And I know that sounds stupid, <laughs> but it's very effective in live theater. It's 
so you just have to watch it because they they it's just, it's a thing it's a thing all right it's, <laughs> they swing the lights and it's great anyway so love Hades Town love this guy <laughs> I don't know his name I should know his name whatever good for him and um he's there he's Naya's I don't know boss or something like a tenured professor at Columbia and she applied to be in the National Lawyers League. I don't fucking know. Whatever. <laughs> some, some bullshit they came up with. So, And she got in. So it's good for her. I found out her name is Naya. Not the other black woman. But her name is Naya. So, And I, I, I wish her well uh, on another show. <laughs> okay, we're at the party now. The, the Last Supper. <laughs> Y'all, why is Chase still on this show? Like, what? Please stop this. I can't take it no more. Why, God, why? Why? I can't take this shit no more. Like, I need y'all to stop this immediately. Uh, so, Che is here. <laughs> Lisa Wexley showed up wearing a curtain. <laughs> she, she, she went to the, the Samba Room, <laughs> which is a, a nightclub in New York, and she ripped off one of the curtains and just <laughs> wrapped it around, billowed herself in it like a... Like a <laughs> weather balloon <laughs> she said this is what i'm wearing today and so good for her so um apparently lisa wex she miscarried i don't know why she's at this party <laughs> i don't know but good for her i guess she just wanted to get back out into um a tiny apartment and have an awkward party so she came to the right place um there's also um, a random iphone commercial <laughs> in the middle of this <laughs> Where he's like, hey, Charlotte, I bought you a new iPhone. <laughs> iPhone, the best phone on the market. Which, by the way, let me tell you guys a little something. I don't mind product placement. Place the fuck out of a product. I love it. I love it. Integrate it. I love it. Product integration into stuff. I love, here's the thing. I'm going to be very honest. I love when on a television show people use real world shit because it's like you know when they're always like you know <laughs> the computer that says like peach you know it's like come on like do you know what i'm saying like just just get a product placement and do it like use a real computer that we would use so that we can you know like stop this anyway so i do you know i do love a good product placement you know somebody something's got to pay the fucking bills y'all so if y'all don't want to watch commercials, then we're going to have to integrate them into the show. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> the beautiful iPhone commercial in the middle for that, uh, in the middle of this for an iPhone. It was like the iPhone 15 plus max, 10 times more storage for all of your family photos. <laughs> hands it to her and says all that. <laughs> and she says, well, thank you. This is a perfect gift. You know what? because <laughs> it's all copy you know like written by the brand you know something they have to you know you have to get that approved by the brand and stuff so the writers you know they step away and then they have the brand people come in and write that dialogue and they go like the brand new sleek and well-designed iphone 14 plus max with a 10 percent larger screen <laughs> well thank you honey <laughs> i love it I love it. I love good product placement. I am so for product placement. Um, but good for them. What was I talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Let me let me take let me, Okay, so we're at the party. Nothing is happening. That's the point. <laughs> so Carrie's running around. She dressed like a chessboard. <laughs> I love this dress, but it's a chessboard. So um good for her. 
um, Anthony's boyfriend just forgot to iron his jacket, I guess. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe there's a rough, a, a rough ride over <laughs> on the subway. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he rode his back there. They piggybacked right over. That's <laughs> jacket all wrinkly. I'm like, you know, now I'm like, I'm starting to understand why Kim Cattrall was like, I want Pat Field to do my wardrobe <laughs> because. I've seen your show, and you'll have them in there with wrinkled clothes. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so Anthony is boyfriend here. Nothing is happening at this party. I don't even know why we're here. Like, Che and Lizette have had a conversation. I finally found out that girl's name is Lizette. And um, Che and Lizette are having a conversation that I took a poll, and it, zero people care about. <laughs> like, if, you, if you've ever wanted... <laughs> Any, any fan of this show to care about a moment less then what you need to do is have Che and Lizette talk for two straight minutes. <laughs> I don't I don't even want to say I zoned out. I want to say like I just like I just I, I, I wished I was dead. You know, like, I, was like, I was hoping something would happen in the middle of you know like something that would wake me up but I was like oh god like, like can you imagine that show like a good spinoff with Che and Lizette? is it you know like what is what do they what do they do che and lizette she makes jewelry and che does comedy like so you know it'd be like i don't I, i'm this is a terrible <laughs> you, you guys better be glad that i've already done the bit <laughs> because your bit would be che and lizette's new show so be glad that's not happening and it's was just this awful two minutes during this episode Oh, great. A podcast reunion. Everybody from the podcast showed up. <laughs> now, here's the deal. Like, I'm seeing everyone from the podcast, even this this guy who thinks he's funny. <laughs> Just clearly, like, this guy thinks he is very funny. And I don't mean the character. I think that this guy in real life thinks he's really funny. And he's not um, at all. And, um... And then the, his girlfriend named Smoke, which I'm like, okay, um, <laughs> who made the the jacket but couldn't put the dress together uh, for the for the Met Gala. You all remember this from earlier this season. And so, anyways, he's all here. But here's here's why I'm wondering: like, where is the producer guy? She was fucking. <laughs> Are they just gonna act like that never happened? Like, if she, if you, because you know what I'm saying? Because she invited Shay. I'm like, okay, so if we're inviting everybody, <laughs> Miss Carrie. If we are to invite everybody who's been up in this motherfucking apartment, oh, where's that nigga? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you want to invite my ex, but you don't want to invite yours. See, if, if I was Miranda, that would be the conversation we was motherfucking having. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I just said like, oh, no, Carrie, I'll call him up right now. I need to see him at the party because everyone from your podcast who you used to work with has to be invited right Carrie oh everybody except for your ex from the podcast oh is that what's going on you know what I'm saying see that's why I told you y'all I told y'all at the beginning half of this podcast you gotta check them you gotta check motherfuckers because <laughs> why ain't Carrie's ex here explain yourself Carrie okay nobody needs this Miranda and Che makeup scene like just good good for y'all I'm so happy but just please leave us alone <laughs> like just just leave me alone with this please please season three I just don't need to see Che like I just don't or at least for give me three episodes just where I just don't have to deal with this anymore <laughs> I'm tired Michael Patrick King I was tired we's tired out here in these sex in the city and just like that streets
Uh, I will say this, though. Um, uh, Miranda's like, the jokes aren't funny. Miranda, the jokes were funny, sweetie. <laughs> the the joke was just on you. But but they were funny, okay? So, you know, calm down, Miranda. <laughs> Um, and Seema, here's the thing with the Seema relationship. I, I feel, I don't know. A number one, this plot line seems a bit forced. It seems like it's something from Sex and the City that they're retreading. I feel like we've seen it before, or at least a version of it. I feel like, because she said, I love you during sex. And then, and then, but now, I mean, I guess the, the twist on this is that she does mean it, but I'm like, well, how, why does she mean it? Like, she don't know him either. Anyways, but good for them. And I hope that, yeah, I just feel like they're forcing this whole storyline. It doesn't feel natural you know it's just like you know when every time Seema shows up to a scene she's like I'm in angst about my plot line you know it's like girl calm down like ain't nobody <laughs> you dialed up to a, a 50 like just relax like it's you you barely know this man <laughs> you know like I guess you know when you get older it's like things have to move faster but I mean calm down honey <laughs> like, you ain't even known him all season right when did this man show up I don't remember. Anyway, yeah, if you know the answer, just yell into yell at me right now. <laughs> yell at your phone or whatever you're listening through. And I will respond right now. Oh, that's when. Okay, thank you. Okay, so yeah, I mean I don't know. I don't know, but this man with this ascot on. <laughs> and is it just me? I mean, good for him. I love him. I love this ascot. Good for him. But um I feel like when he's talking, it, he's kind of just reading his lines off you know i don't know good good for him okay with this ass wall metaphor <laughs> i can't i can't i'm done i'm done <laughs> let's move on um this cat keeps coming back they are forcing this cat i mean is the cat like a metaphor for something i just don't understand why the why the writers won't why the whiteest why the whiteest won't let go of this cat like I, they're just forcing it into the story and i'm just like stop oh my gosh why does so here's the thing you guys this feels like a frat party <laughs> to me why does this feel do you know what i'm saying like i feel like there's all these grown-ass adult people crammed in this tiny little apartment and it feels like a frat party like it just the walls are too 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 short you know what i'm saying like this is an apartment for one or two maybe three people this is not an apartment to put 17 15 thousand people up in i don't understand anyways it's just it, it's it's killing me and then why is everyone acting like there's only one entrance to this motherfucking bathroom <laughs> we know that she loves her two bathroom doors we know that that's that's a part of the sex in the city canon so why is everybody walking into one motherfucking door <laughs> oops 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 sorry oops oops no, go, go the other door in the room that you was in you know i, I whatever <laughs> like, I, just, I can't do it no more i don't really here's the thing also that all these people are crammed into this apartment and i don't really like having all of these new people in the old apartment they don't look like they fit do you know what i'm saying <laughs> like they they look like they're styled for a different show do you know they look like they belong in a different show and so they don't looking at them in the apartment i'm like you don't fit here you know what i'm saying like it just it doesn't really work and so i'm really glad they're getting rid of this set because it it doesn't work like i don't like lisa wexley in this apartment like it just it doesn't work i just also don't understand why lisa wexley's here you guys because just walk with me for a second if, if if we're gonna look at this lisa wexley is is charlotte's friend and 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 their kids go to school together go to like private school together okay and so it would be like charlotte said hey lisa you know my friend carrie and lisa would say not really no 
<laughs> I've had lunch with her one or two times, but not really, no. And she'd say, well, she's moving out of her apartment. And then if I was Lisa Wexley, I'd say, oh, okay, the apartment I've never been to. <laughs> and she would say, yeah. And she'd say, well, and she's having a party because she's leaving it. And she'd say, oh, okay, in the apartment I've never been to? <laughs> And she said, yeah, so you have to go because she's leaving this apartment you've never been to. <laughs> and she would say, you know what? Through hell or high water, through miscarriage or not, I'm going to this party <laughs> for this person who I barely know. <laughs> because they're leaving a, their tiny apartment. And I'm just going to go cram into this apartment at the worst possible time in my life. I just don't buy it. But anyway, it's good for them. I'm, this is great. I, this is great. <sighs> This SEMA thing is beating me down. The Sphinx crisis and stuff. Girl, just let him go. I don't care. Just let him go. <laughs> just let him go. Oh, I do like his little line. He said, I don't know whose crazy movie you're starring in, but it's certainly not mine. <laughs> Which is a read. <laughs> but you can't say that to a woman, boy. I know that one. You're going to get your ass in trouble, man. Okay, Lisa said she needed to stay at the party because the table was so beautiful. Y'all, that is the middest fucking table I have ever seen. <laughs> this table is mid as fuck. It's got a fucking one tablecloth on it and a bunch of little roses, little tea roses on it. The fuck you talking about? I can't leave the table so beautiful. God, shit. <laughs> And who 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 was doing it? the production designer said, "Ah, this is the beautiful table that they mentioned in the script." <laughs> Some little tea roses on there, shit, whatever. <laughs> oh my God, Carrie's doing the thing where she makes you go around the table and say something. This reminds me of like Friendsgiving. You know, <laughs> we're like <laughs> you have Friendsgiving and everyone's like, "Let's say one thing we're thankful for this year," and I'm like, "Oh." God, I gotta go to the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Oh, guys, you gotta come up with something. You know, I'm like googling stuff in my head. You know what I'm saying? Just like, what would a what would a normal person say? <laughs> I'm thankful for family and friends and love of 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 Earth. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just kind of just gotta come up with something just to like next. You know, just get 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 the heat off of you, get the spotlight off of you. So I feel them with this because that is a stupid thing to make people do. I remember a story <laughs> one time when I graduated high school and my friends were like, "Let's drive to Miami." And this was in Texas, and they said, "Let's drive to Miami." And I said, "Sure," because I didn't know where Miami was on the map. Anyways, it turns out, you guys, it's way far down there. <laughs> So we drove to Miami and then when we were driving back, we got to Louisiana and I was over this fucking trip and we stopped to eat and we ate like crawfish or whatever. And then um, my friend was like, let's go around the table and talk about our favorite moment from the trip. And I'm sitting here thinking like, I'm ready to go. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, but he's like, let's talk about our favorite moment from the trip and let's go around. And then one of them was like, I loved being on the beach in Miami. And the other one said, I love when we were at the party and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, drinking the Red Bulls and vodka or something. And then they got to me, you know, and I said, I loved it when we got home. <laughs> okay, so Miranda went to go meet British Miranda. Um, uh, Naya took home <laughs> the, the chef. Um, and Aiden is at the apartment and then he comes up and I'm, mm, and then he's acting all weird, which I'm just like, mm, red flag. What's even redder than a red flag? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, just girl, no. Anyway, so he drops this bullshit and he's talking about, you know, I need to be there for my son, which I get. I understand that. But it was just all a bunch of, of flawed logic. Like, she's like, can I come down and visit you? He's like, no. 
says, I don't want to think about you. So I'm like, the fuck are you talking about, bro? No, nah, I got to sit at home alone and watch TV. What are you talking about, Aiden? <laughs> like, he said, no, nah, he had psilocybin in his system. Bitch, what is psilocybin? <laughs> like, he said that shit like, like somebody knows what psilocybin is. I'm like, girl, I need to get me some psilocybin. <laughs> it had Aiden's son acting great. Dude, he was having a good goddamn time. <laughs> Give me some psilocybin. Um, I had no idea what that was. Anyway, so I just, I don't, I don't know. I just bring back burgers. Shit. (laughs) Just if we bring it back all the terrible exes, I want to see what burgers up to. So, cause bye Aiden. Like I'm done. Bye. I mean, are y'all with me with this? Like, just bye. I don't, I don't care. I don't want to hear his excuses anymore. I'm, I'm done. Bye. This motherfucker said five years from now. Y'all, I done seen it all. I done heard it all. <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, I, well, I, I can be with you when? Five years from now. Girl, bye. Get out of my house. <laughs> What are you talking about? Five years of the, Shut up. From the looks of you, you only got 10 years left. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you want me to wait five? <laughs> no, I don't want to see you for after five more years. I don't want to see what Aiden looks like after five more years. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, bye. Bye, Aiden. Oh, my God. Not this Jake Golden Hour sex montage. <laughs> oh, I love to see TikTokers on my Sex in the City. Oh, anyway, so, I mean, Golden Hour is a great song. I just wish it was sung by somebody who could sing. Anyway, um, <laughs> he's a great songwriter, just can't really sing good. Anyway, um, uh, Golden Hour, great song, though. He, you know, one good song. So. <laughs> but it's a sex montage, and they're all having sex. And so here's the thing. this There's a difference between Sex in the City and, and Just Like That, and that is Sex in the City, you would never have a sex montage that was underscored underscored by golden hour. <laughs> like <laughs> that would never happen on Sex in the City. <laughs> so, anyways, it was beautiful. It was wonderful. I'm so happy for Jake to get a song placed on the show. I'm like, this all everything's great. Good for them. Good for everyone. Um, I really, 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 genuinely wish they would stop following Chase's story. <laughs> like, why is Che in this montage? Please stop this. <laughs> Uh, good for Jay, but just stop it. <laughs> I can't believe Carrie had sex with Aiden after that. Uh, this woman is a mess. <laughs> okay, so we've wrapped it up. See you in five years is crazy. I just want to say that. I'll see you in five years. Her and Aiden and bye, and I'll see you in five years. It'll go by just like a snap. That's crazy. If somebody said, I'll see you in five years. Get out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my life. <laughs> five years? You are crazy, sir. Anyway, and so goodbye. Aiden's gone. I'm loving carrying the new apartment. I actually really like this. And then her and Seema go to the beach. That's great. Um, I feel like here's the thing. It feels to me like this was they had planned this as a series finale in case they didn't get picked up for season three. <laughs> they were like, they're like, we just need to put a pin, just put everything, just, just you know, uh, say la vie. You know, Carrie's living the good life no matter what happens about the men. And so I, I like this. You know, it, it would have been a great series finale. But it's also a great season finale because I'm now. But here's the thing. I'm kind of wondering, like, what the, where the fuck do we pick up? Are we, are we picking up five years from now? You know what I'm saying? Like when we come into season three or or what? Do you know what I'm saying? Anyways, I'm still really pissed off that they didn't bring back the podcast guy <laughs> that she fucked. So Carrie is treacherous as hell for that, for bringing Miranda's ex in, but not her own. <laughs> so <laughs> Who does that? Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> so 
But all in all, it was a great episode. It was cute. You know, I feel like the one before was actually kind of better, though. I mean, this one was just, I feel like, kind of wrapping shit up. It was like, well, let's wrap, let's wrap this shit up. Anyway, speaking of wrapping shit up, this is the longest fucking episode I've ever done. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap some uh, wrap things up. Well, hello, Aspie. Samantha Jones. Yes, it's me. I was hoping to drop by. But my flight was stuck at Heathrow Airport in London. It's me, Annabelle Bronstein. Remember that? Yeah, I remember. It's a reference from the show. <laughs> okay. okay. He's fry of fuck. Are you just doing references? Honey, if I was worried about what every bitch in New York was saying about me, I'd never leave the house. From the show? I'm 50 fucking two. I love you, but I love me more. Okay, I'm pretty sure these are just lines that you said before in the show, Samantha. I'm trisexual. I'll try anything once. You can. You dated Mr. Stop. Big. I'm... I'm dating Mr. Too Big. I don't Samantha... believe in the Republican oh. Party or the Democratic oh Party. God. I just believe in parties. Uh, Samantha? Hello, my name is Fabulous. Hello, my name is Goodbye. Oh, honey, you made a little joke. Good for you. You guys, you guys, you guys, thank you so much. Yes, B with SP Randolph III. I'm your host, SP Randolph III. That was a supersized <laughs> episode of Yes, B with SP. Two episodes of it just like that. And everything you never wanted to know about what I thought about it. <laughs> and a song. Um, thank you guys for listening so much. If you are new here, then don't forget to go back and listen to old episodes. They're all right there on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. And I'm your host, SB Randolph the Third. You can follow me at SB Randolph on social media. Yes, be with SB Randolph the Third. Season wrapping up soon. We got two more episodes. Next episode is the one before the season finale, followed by the season finale. So see y'all next week. Get caught up. And I'll see you next time. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.